Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And welcome back to the third hour of the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom and Holly Roberts. Can we hear you now, honey? No? Okay. Oh, okay. She was working on some stuff, but she launch and relaunch her. Okay, let's yeah, launch let's... and relaunch. Uh, here's what I will say while we're waiting for Colleen is let's do a little check-in. Um, there is a question, by the way. Let's kick off with the question. The, co- the question Colleen had for you guys today was, what is your favorite children's book? Um, and she's going to tell us why she asked that um, question. Oh, there she is. I'm here. 651-641-1071. What was your favorite children's book? And Colleen, why are we asking? Well, we're asking because of this. I know you've heard this story. It's the dumbest story uh, of the last week, I think, safely. I don't, I don't think I know this story. You haven't I'm heard excited. this story? I don't know. Tell okay, me. so this is what happened. So this assistant principal at Gary Road Elementary School, um, something happened and like they needed to quickly... Um, he needed to quickly fill in and he needed to read a book to the kids. And so he grabbed the closest book he had. And the book was called, I Need a New Butt. <laughs> okay. Need a new okay. That's a so book? It I, is a book. I Need a like New B-U-T-T? Butt. Like B-U-T-T? I because book for my nephew. Did oh. you? Yes. And that's the whole premise. Is that like an everybody the, poops book? Kind of. The thesis of it is that you, know, you need a new butt because the butt is cracked. Ha ha, funny, right? That's cute, yeah. Except for that he got fired. Wait, how did he get fired and why? Yeah, they fired him because the superintendent for the Hines County School District near Jackson, Mississippi, um, did not find it funny. He was placed on administrative. Now, none of the parents complained. But this guy was placed on administrative leave, and then two days later he was fired. Um because they thought it was inappropriate. Is the book, I mean, I don't know what constitutes inappropriate, so I'm not even going to, I mean, I would be the last person to ask on that front, but like as a parent, would you find that book inappropriate? Uh, me? No. Um, I would find it hilarious. Yeah. And I think my children would also find it hilarious. And I think kids love to talk about butts. And and it's not like, that's not dirty. We all have them. Having, so the premise, yeah. the 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 logic that the school system used was basically that it was inappropriate for that age group or something. I mean, like, why was he? Why did he have the book if he wasn't supposed to read it? Well, so it was. I, this was during um, distance learning. So this was his own book at his oh, own okay. home. Oh, okay. Um, and he just grabbed a book because something but it's a happened. Kid's book. The, yes, oh. Holly, you've read the book um, cover to cover. I'm I sure have. many times. Yes, from cheek to cheek. Yes, and yeah, it's completely appropriate for kids. It's well, I cannot a funny imagine being so humorless about this it book. It probably says that on, I mean, I would imagine it says like, great for kids aged blank to blank. Yes, and quite That's frankly, weird. the reviews are in and my nephew thought it was hilarious. Of course, because again, kids but, think 
Kids think butts are hilarious. So do adults. <laughs> yes. So big deal. Anyway, big I just butts. thought this sounds like a really funny book and I'm here for it. And um, kids need funny books. And then I thought, well, what were the books that you read when you were a kid? 651-641-1071. Holly, do we have a caller? Yeah, we have a few. Let's start with Courage. Wonderful. Hi, Courage. Courage, what was uh, your favorite children's book? Mine was actually a fairy called The Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Loved yes. it. And now they have, like, uh, the BBC does a production of it, and it's on YouTube. And there's, like, dramatized audiobooks, which are perfect for me because I'm blind. And <laughs> yes. I think that's got to be one of the stupidest stories I've ever heard in my life. And it works. Thank you for your call, Courage. Um the Chronicles of Narnia, 651-641-1071. What was your favorite kid's book? Holly, who else do we have on the line? Steve is here. Hi, Steve. Steve, what was your favorite children's book? Uh, Mike Mulligan's Steam Shovel. I don't know that one. What is that one about? Uh, it's Mike and his steam shovel were really good friends, and he went and dug a foundation out for a school or some kind of a building. And he got in there so deep that he had to leave the steam shovel in there, and they actually <laughs> used the steam shovel as a furnace for the building. It was oh my so gosh, cool that's cute! <laughs> I love great. that. I love that. I Steve, thanks that for book. your call. I don't either. And that's the thing I love about kids' books is that they are so. Um, they're always so fantastical, but completely logical in a kid's mind. Like, of course, the steam shovel got stuck. And of course, they had to use it as the furnace for the building. Um, I love that. Holly, who else do we have on the line? Jamie is here. Hi, Jamie. Jamie, what was your favorite kid's book? Hi, Jamie. Bye, Jamie. <laughs> We lost Jamie. Um, Bradley, what was your favorite kids book? Oh God, all the books. I don't know. I, I when I think of like young kid, um, yeah, like board book, like that age. Board book. What do you mean? Like, um, yeah, like board books. Like they're kids. Oh, books. like the yeah. um, like the actual like thick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I, I really, I just think of books like Where the Wild Things Are, mm -hmm. Where the Sidewalk Ends, mm -hmm. you know, fun little um, stories with, with drawings, preferably. I always loved picture books. Right. So I I think about like Goodnight Moon mm -hmm. was such a great one. And then, um, oh, what was I just thinking? Oh, The Monster at the End of This Book. Mm, yeah. That's the one with Grover. Oof, mm -hmm. I love that one. Holly, who else do we have on the line? We have Jabron. Hello, Gibran. What was your favorite kids' book? Hello. Hello. Well, what was your favorite kids' book? You actually just said it. It is oh. Good Night Moon. Yes. Did, yeah, do you, did you get to the point where you could totally recite it by heart? Uh, no, my memory sucks. <laughs> um, but... But yeah, I also want to touch on that uh, I Need a New Butt book. Yeah. It's great. It's a great book. See? I, my, son, my son loves it. They talk about they need a, he needs a new bumper butt, maybe from like a 1960 <laughs> Chevy or something like that. It's, it's hilarious. I love but, it. Yeah. Th so. Thank you for your call, Gibran. I swear, like, I, I saw that story maybe two or three days ago, and I thought, we have lost... 
our ability to laugh at butts, and that is a problem. Yeah, I think that's terribly mm-hmm. unfortunate. Our good friend Panda, did you see her tweet? Uh-uh, she says, yet. I mean, it could have been worse. The principal could have read them this book, and apparently uh, Lex has a copy of this oh, book. Yeah. The book is Brenda's Beaver Needs a Barber. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I've not read said book. I cannot believe... I mean, listen, a good cartoon has jokes in it that are funny for adults, right? Yeah, otherwise adults would get bored reading kids' books. A good kids' book has uh, jokes in it that adults will think is funny. Also, kids, like I said, love, love butts. Pie Um, humor. Before we uh, move along, I do just want to remind people that we are raising money for uh, our friends Alight and the wonderful work that they are doing for our global neighbors in Ukraine and people who are displaced due to the war in Ukraine. And um, we are currently at $104,910. We had hoped to get to $105,000 by the end of the last hour. We're so close. We will take it. We just want to keep going. This is such amazing momentum. And I also want to let you know, that we've raised almost $10,000 just during the Colleen and Bradley show so far. Yeah, so this is, the, this is the work that you all are doing as you come together. It's Friday. You've had a long week. Um, but think about, think about the week that the people of Ukraine have had, and many of them leaving their homes with very little and trying to find a new life in a new, unfamiliar place. And our friends at Alight are there to help receive them. And um, your money is going toward things that will make that just a little bit easier. Um, Bradley, you can tell a little bit more about what kinds of things they're doing. At the borders. Well, we did get an update today, and um, I shared this at the top of the show, so I'll share it again. If you haven't heard, the contributions you're making are definitely having a direct impact right now on the ground in Ukraine. Um, in fact, they were able to send an entire truckload of medical supplies to a hospital in eastern Ukraine. <clears throat> I should say that eastern Ukraine, of course, is a very dangerous place right now, as is the entire country, but especially the east. They were able to deliver, thanks to your contributions, a truckload of supplies, medical supplies, all things that people need in a time of crisis. Imagine being in the hospital right now, not necessarily because of uh, the conflict, but when the conflict started, you're in the hospital, you're getting cancer treatment, you're having uh, waiting for a surgery, and then a war breaks out around you. You can't move. You can't mm. go anywhere. And, uh, you know, the supplies that your hospital has are becoming, um, you know, few and far between. Your contributions, my talkers, was able to send an entire truckload of medical supplies to help people in one particular hospital in eastern Ukraine today. That's literally, you guys did that. That would not have been done otherwise. So thank you. And that's the power of the contributions you've made thus far. Absolutely. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I have some thank yous to say. Uh, And also, we're going to talk about, um, we're going to just propose, Bradley's got a new reality show in mind. Um, and it's it's a pretty good one. It involves Britney Spears and Sam Asghari, and we'll talk about it after this on My Talk 107.1. It's cool. Thank yous for some really generous friends on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. 
thank you to Kim, uh, who gave her donation on behalf of all who are heavy hearted, not knowing how to help those worried and suffering in Ukraine. You are making a difference. Christine, Deborah, who gave in memory of Sean McLernan, Carrie, Melody, Sandra, Janice, Holly, Bonnie, Carrie, Jean, Mary, who dedicated it to the brave and elderly and the very young and the people helping them. Lisa, Heidi, Julie, and Lori, thank you so much for helping uh, us raise money, My Talkers for Ukraine, for our friends at Alight who are doing the doable. Uh, we have raised at present $105,135. And now, let's, uh, let's give back. Uh, let's feel generous here on the Colleen and Bradley show. I believe we have something to give away. Oh yeah, we have. Hold on, I got. The, I got to get that tickly feeling here. Yes, yes, oh. there it is. Oh my gosh. Woo! Uh, we're giving away a pair of tickets to the New Kids on the Block mixtape tour. That's happening Holla. on June fourteenth, twenty twenty two. You can see New Kids on the Block, Salt and Peppa, Rick Astley, and in Vogue. All at the XL yes. Energy Center. Caller number four six five one six four one one zero seven one. Thank you, Holly. And now, Bradley Trainer, uh, you have um, you have pitched a new and interesting reality show uh, that stars Britney Spears. Yeah, so this is definitely a reality show I would watch, um, although technically it's not actually a reality show. It's just house hunting with Britney and Sam because that's exactly what they're. And I will tell you that I know this because yesterday they ended up uh, touring. Well, it wasn't yesterday, but yesterday I learned that they Mm -hmm. were touring Drake's mansion. And by the way, it's not just one, but apparently Drake is selling multiple homes. Had no clue that he was doing that. Um, But this particular one... Uh, has was visited by a lot of famous people, including but not limited to Caitlyn Jenner. She was there on Tuesday. And then Sam Asghari and Britney Spears showed up. And I just thought, I know Britney's looking for a new house right now. I would totally love to watch them look for a home. And then this is the episode that I would start with because... Mm-hmm. If you haven't been to the the article on TMZ, TMZ has a full, and I'm sure you can Google the listing, um, but TMZ has like a full gallery of the inside of this place. And this place, by the way, is called the YOLO Mansion or YOLO Estate, and it's in Hidden Hills. Uh, All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, and Holly can tell us that Hidden Hills is full of all sorts of over-the-top Hollywood celebrity mansions. Very big mansions.
I mean, if I'm going to be real, if you are going to only live once, uh, this would be a good place to do it. <laughs> right. Although, can we just talk? Like, it is super, super over the top in oh, some parts. Yeah. I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's a beauti- beautiful sort of, what would you call that, Spanish colonial Um like outside but like the inside is so over the top the recording studio i mean but again you know if you think about britney and sam like Mm -hmm. this is perfect for them she would probably benefit from having a recording studio at home oh yeah and i can see lots of places she would be able to twirl um drake by the way pool (laughs) Um, drake apparently listed three homes on monday and this was the main one which uh compared to i think the house you you uh referenced j-lo and uh ben affleck wanting is mm-hmm. only about twelve thousand five hundred square feet versus the twenty thousand they're gonna need so clearly they 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 shan't be considering no. this home an option no it's not big enough for them but it doesn't you, have a salon either wouldn't you totally like i want house hunters celebrity like Me why too. do we not have this as a show please make it happen whoever's well, I, listening i know there's like a production company in the state make it happen thank you i mean it truly it could be like an offshoot of cribs we loved cribs because we got to look at celebrities houses you know it, it is equally fun to watch them look at houses yeah i just i literally just want to watch britney like in her short shorts sam and like uh you know athletic uh muscle tea and then they just roll up and she's got like a big Starbies <laughs> on ice. And she's like, well, I need to have a place that I can swirl. And he's like, I need a place I can work out. Right. Yeah. I want to hear for it. And I want to see her testing out the twirlability of each room. Right. <laughs> on camera. For, for sure. Yeah. How so big please is make the that foyer? happen. HGTV. Thank you. Or MTV or any, you know, letter TV. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to have some dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots after this on my talk. One Oh seven one. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk. One Oh seven one. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. Hi. And um, we do have some dumb people doing dumb things to talk about. But before we do that, do you have a feeling, Bradley? I do. Ooh, right there. Oh, is it? Okay. All right. What are we giving away, Holly? Oh, our last pair. Yes, another pair. Our last pair, though, of tickets to see New Kids on the Block, the Mixtape Tour 2022, salt and Peppa, Rick Astley, and Vogue, all coming to the XL Energy Center June 14th. If you haven't won anything in the past 30 days, give a ring ding, 651-641-1071. Caller number two is going to win those pair of tickets. Congratulations, caller number two. And now let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say... That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Sometimes other places like... Kent. Kent? Where's that? England, actually. We're going across the pond, and I want to tell you about a guy 
that got pulled over. Um, and uh, he actually, it wasn't a sure thing. He didn't pull over initially. In fact, he led police on a chase. And not just any chase, he led police, and this was for speeding, I'm assuming, but he led police on a 35-mile chase that didn't just, just involve other police cars. It also involved a helicopter, otherwise known Oof. as a helicopter. So literally, this 21-year-old... Ooh took his vehicle for a joyride and uh, would not stop. The only reason police caught up to him is because his vehicle ran out of gas. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. If you're Well, first of all, if you're going to get into a high-speed chase, make sure that you've gassed up. Yeah, exactly. I, I should tell you that he also um, had a bunch of drugs on him pot okay. which might not be illegal everywhere but is uh in the uk at least but that's not here nor there so what i mean by that is none of this sounds crazy stupid idiot worthy right like he led police on a chase he uh would have gotten away with it too if he would have had a full tank of gas okay well none of that is crazy stupid idiot worthy and also drugs but you're right and also that's all very yep. garden variety very garden variety say. it's what he had on him in addition to the uh, cannabis that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Would you like to guess what yeah. else he had on him? Mm-hmm. Fish nets. Oh, stockings? No. Or do you mean oh. like actual nets for fish? Either one would be no, kind of weird. Okay. No. And in fact, what if I told you he had a driver's license? Okay. I mean, I'm glad he had a driver's license. But there was something about the driver's license. It wasn't his. No, it was his. It was his. It was his. Mm -hmm. It was tattooed on his chest. (laughs) No, that's a good guess. (laughs) No, it it was a Legoland driving license. Stop it. He is a official member of the Legoland driving school. Also, what? No, literally, he had a driver's license from Lego. Oh my gosh! But that's but not a real one. Just his Lego yeah, Land no, driver's that's license. That's not a real license. Yeah, you well, can't. no. <laughs> but I'm saying, in addition, that's the one he furnished for the authorities. Yeah, he had no driver's license, which is why when they asked him for one, he handed over his Lego Land driver's license. Also, I don't understand how how do you get a they why do they have Driver's license at Lego? Obviously, Bradley. <laughs> it takes special skill to drive Lego cars. Can you drive Lego cars? I don't know. I made that oh, up. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, he took police on a high-speed chase uh, and would have essentially gotten away with it, too, only he didn't, and his license was from Lego. Oh, my so. gosh. I cannot even... I, who knew who knew you'd i wonder what the uh requirements are to get a license from legoland i'm gonna google lego driving do you think that maybe they have oh yeah look at this okay driving school lego oh it looks Explain. like maybe there's um no there's literally a legoland driving school at legoland uh, California and it's cars that little kids drive around so I wonder if you get like a little license if your kids go on the ride or if that you're is... a 21 year old man <laughs> take your Audi on a 
On High Speed Chase. Okay. All right. Where are we going next? All right. Thank you for asking. We are going to um, the border uh, in California. And we are going to meet a man whose name we don't know. But he was driving truck when he arrived at the San... I don't know how to say this. Isidro border crossing uh, on February 25th. And they were like, mm, something's fishy about this entire experience. We're gonna we're gonna pull you aside for some additional inspection. And that, my friends, is when US Customs and Border Protection found fifty-two live reptiles. What? On his person. Ooh, what kind? 52, one for every week of the year. Right? 52 live, that means living, that means living and alive. How do you, where do you put that? Thank you for asking. Nine snakes and 43 horned lizards were seized. Nope, I don't want any horned lizards in my pants. There's already enough. Thank you. Uh, Have one, we'll travel. (laughs) Um, they were tied up in small bags and concealed in the man's jacket, Ew. pants pockets, Ew. and groin area. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I don't want to stay near my groin. Thank tr- you. Trying to bring all that stuff in here. Nine snakes, 43 horned lizards in his groin area. Um. This is what the Border Patrol agents said to uh, to the news outlet. Smugglers will try every possible way to try to get their product, or in this case, live reptiles, across the border. In this occasion, the smuggler attempted to deceive Border Patrol officers in order to bring these animals into the U.S. without taking care for their health and safety. Um, he is, by the way, a 30-year-old U.S. citizen, and he has been arrested. Yuck. That's Yuck. disgusting, and no, nobody wants lizards from your pants. Oh, Thank gosh. you, despite their protestations to the contrary. I just don't know how you sit comfortably with all of that. I don't know how you crawling. sit, period, I with know. something crawling around in your area. Well, that must have been why he was acting suspicious. You know, something slithering around your groin area, you might act a little weird. Yeah, constantly, you know, that that guy seems to be adjusting himself a lot. Yeah, because he is. Because he has a horned lizard on his wiener. Sir, is that a horned, horned lizard. lizard on your wiener? <laughs> Are you just happy yeah. to see me? Is that 40 exactly. horned lizards in your pants? Or do you wild? have a problem? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that's not at. normal. Yeah, exactly. Where are we going next? All right, we're going to Michigan. Michigan. Specifically, we're going to go to Fraser Township. And I want to tell you about um, two guys, two guys uh, that had to be rescued from uh, an area that was very uh, icy, but not icy enough. And in fact, these two fishermen uh, plunged through the ice, which required them to be uh, rescued, which is a scary, scary thing, right? Well, does that sound crazy, stupid, or idiotic? I mean, it's pretty dumb, but it's not like, I mean, it doesn't rise to the level. 
Well, I wouldn't say it's dumb. I mean, if it was cold, right? And you think the ice is like... Oh, I suppose, yeah. Right? Like, you just think, I'm going to go ice fishing and I'm going to do my thing. Well, okay. Um, What if I told you... First of all, I did learn a word in reading the story, and the word is jellid. Do you know this word? Mm, Is that when you were jealous, but you're not anymore? (laughs) The past tense of jellid. No, or jealous. uh, No, jellid, G-E-L-I-D, just means icy. Because it said these crews rescued two men from the jellid waters of the Saginaw Bay Mm. as they plunged through unstable ice. Well, okay, I mean, it's unfortunate, and maybe they could have done a little bit of due diligence. But that's not why we're here today. There's something about these men going through the ice that earned them crazy, stupid, idiot status. Would you like to guess what that is? There's something about those two men going through the ice that made them dumb. Uh, Oh, they were naked. No, that would be pretty dumb and foolish. Mm -hmm. Um, Your thoughts, Holly? Um, They were... Jelloed with jellied. Mm. <laughs> they were jelloed in the jellied waters. Yes. No. In fact, the reason they were crazy, stupid idiots, this was the second time this oh. week that they had to be pulled out of the icy water. Excuse no. me, jellied water. No, the same guys. And but wait, there's more. So you you must say to yourself, well, why would why would you guys do this again? Yeah, why would you guys do this again? Well, because they had to leave a bunch of equipment on the ice after falling through it the first time, and so, so they, they thought, to, mm. I think we need to go back and get our our uh, equipment. Only problem with that is you have to go back out onto the ice, and whoops, they no. fell back into the water no. and had to be rescued. Yep, the two men identified as 23-year-old Jonathan Doughty and uh, 29-year-old Nicholas Mullins were caught in the gelid waters. Apparently they did, I will say, they had to leave behind snowmobiles, fishing equipment, and a camper uh, due to the large crack in the ice. And they thought they would get the better of uh, the ice. I would just like to let you know that in all cases, Mother Nature will always win. Yeah, it's true. I just feel like... You got to check. There are ways that you can know what the thickness of the ice is. And there are dates that they'll tell you to be off the ice so that stuff like that doesn't happen. And I'm not trying to blame the victim, but fool me once. Well, no, I think in this case, if you have to to be rescued twice, Mm -hmm. you're doing something wrong. You're doing it wrong. Hey, I just wanted to give you an update. Yeah. Uh, our listener, Beth, sent an email, or not an email, a message on Twitter that her son, she sent a picture of her son's driver's license from Legoland. Stop it. It's adorable. I love it. But Tell her son him is not seven, to get not into 21. a high-speed chase. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Beth. Uh, can I also remind people uh, that we are currently still raising funds for My Talkers for Ukraine. This is our partnership with Alight. Um, and we are currently at $105,465, you guys. Yum. That's huge. That is huge. In just $500, that will have put us at 10000 raised yeah. for the Colleen and Bradley show since noon. Yeah. You can do it. You can help us um, continue to, to make this money that is making such a huge difference to people who are displaced in Ukraine right now. And here's, I do want to just say to everybody, so I know that, you know, we're going to put pressure on you to make a contribution during the show. Lori and Julia will do the very same thing. Maybe you'll catch us on a replay, which would be super awesome. But this, 
this uh, is not going anywhere. So don't worry about like, oh, I'm not going to get back to my computer tomorrow or today or whatever it is. Just when you get a chance, head to mytalk1071.com, keyword Ukraine. And uh, the the need is not going away anytime soon. So neither will be the opportunity to give back. So true. And I want to say thank you to Holly, to Bonnie, to Carrie, to Jean, to Mary, Lisa, Julie, Lori, Mary, Teresa, Robin, Heather. Thank you, all of you. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time to play the throwback. Live. After this on My Talk 1071.